In order to know virtue, we must first acquaint ourselves with vice. Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome back to Vice the Podcast. Thank you for uh, joining us this far. I would like to just... You know, take a moment. It's chapter 10. Chapter 10. Du- double digits. Double digits. Yeah, yeah we made it. Chapter 10. And what's really nice is that this chapter has been recorded almost exactly a year to the day we have recorded the first practice of this. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Ten, ten, ten hours took us a year. It, it, <laughs> it literally took us a calendar year. Yeah. So. Do you know what? There was a lot. They threw a lot at us, to be fair. Like, yeah. They? Who's there? <laughs> life. Any conspiracy life. Yeah, life. out there? Yeah. Life threw a lot at us. Yeah. Yeah. We had COVID like three times. Yeah. Man on hinge. Man on hinge. Blood yes. travel. A couple of throat infections. Yeah. To my right over here. Yeah. Oh gosh. I know. Yeah. No, it's been it's been a year. It's been good. It's been yeah. Well, this, we, we'll get there. Yeah. This will make no sense because I think this one will be you know released in about March. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, you guys cold too? No, just us. Just okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> No, we are. We're recording this just before Christmas, so if you hear any tinkling bells, that's why. Um, yeah, we're... Yay! <laughs> Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its way. Woo! I love that. Ding, ding. Okay, so, chapter 10. We had a great time last week with chapter 9 with Shanice and Dottie. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yes. It was good. Do you mean Daddy. I mean, yeah. well, you mean daddy. That was so oh, funny. Yeah. I, I said his name, and he was like, did you just call me daddy? I was like, no, I called you daddy. But I can call you daddy if you'd like. <laughs> the rest of the evening went that way. Yeah, it was Ooh. a bit. Yeah. yeah. And poor Shanice was just so shocked that I think she wasn't sure what was real and what was not. Yeah. She'd also not, obviously, seen the book or no. heard what it was about at Couldn't all. understand oh. Dick Hard at all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah. So, sorry, shout, out, yeah. shout, shout out Shanice. Shout out Shanice. You did a great job, Shanice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, laughing at what was she laughing at? Yeah, bona fide. Do you bona fide, yes. Bona yeah, fide, she, yeah. She was amused by that. So, so last week was great. So, and last week, if we had known this was the case, we would have told you at the time. But last week was Darcy's last episode of the podcast. Mm. I know, I know. So um, she has gone off to, I was going to say study or cleanse, but not at all. She's gone off to um, pursue her surgical career in Switzerland. So yeah, we say goodbye to Darcy. Um, she might chip in every so often with a postcard, we hope. I mean, yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to yeah. hear from her Our every little, so often. Hello. So instead, we have the absolutely fabulous Raquel. I'm <laughs> here for the special one year anniversary special guest. That's it. One year <laughs> Very special to the guest. day. Very special. The Rock- fabulous Raquel. So yeah. we're going to dive straight into chapter 10, which is the society. So enjoy. Let not light see my black and deep desires. William Shakespeare. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I've not heard that before. <laughs> I thought you came up with that. I was like, wow, I this is a good start. <laughs> now, I still might be starts from uh, other better writers. It was an enchanting snow-filled evening in London, the entire city shining in contrasting tones of black and white. Flashes of silver light glinted off the Thames, <laughs> Thames, and even the normal orange-hued streetlights was powered with a dusting of elegant white powder. What would he have called it? She wondered. I'm sorry. Even as I looked at this, a chiaroscuro sky. A chiaroscuro sky. I think it's probably, <laughs> obviously, and probably. I don't even know. I think it's Portuguese. It's a photographic term. I just looked at that and I was like, "There's no way." Okay. <laughs> she would have loved to be on his arm tonight, 
or at the very least on his leash. All eyes on them. They would have been like royalty here. She winced as she thought of the exquisite collar that he had given her, the gift that she would have never get to wear again. Mm. She shook the images of him from the front of her mind, cursing herself for thinking about him on her first foray into sexual underbelly without him. She would not think about him again. She promised herself, even as even as she accepted that he would probably be on her mind for a long time yet. The cool air caressed her skin as she looked up in the imposing building above her, the most modern of modern apartments, right up, right on the water's edge. And she gazed up in the lights of the penthouse that was to be her stage for the evening. She imagined that she could already hear her, the throaty moans and clinking champagne flutes. She approached the entranceway, which was flanked by an impressive-looking doorman, his untidy dreadlocks at odds with his crisp tuxedo. He looked like he'd been drafted from the Samoan International Rugby Team and introduced himself simply as Brian. Good evening, she said. Password, he inquired with a polite inclination of his head and wicked smile. Clearly, he knew exactly what was going on upstairs. Duchess, she replied. She was surprised to note a slight tremble in her voice. Before her encounter with him, she would have strutted in there as if he had been waiting for her arrival for the party to start. She could tell herself that it was because he had knocked her, knocked her confidence, but that would have been a lie. She was just sad and missed his presence. Oh, Claiming her independence. I'm enjoying this. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Her a She's a firecracker. Yeah. A and proper firecracker. Yeah. And for the I podcast, can't even go to the cinema by myself. She's like <laughs> going to a, a sex party. Oh, no, she's not, by, she's, she's not by herself, though. She's not meeting the girls there. Darcy's there? Darcy's yeah. Oh, well, that's okay then. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But then Ian's still walking in by herself. That is. Well, yeah, she's yeah. a bit nervous. Old gal. Hmm. The obliging Brian pulled back the scarlet rope reminiscent of too many tacky nightclubs and pointed towards the lift that would lead her to her destination. The lift slid skyward with the briefest of whispers, and then the doors opened into a small and perfectly appointed vestibule. Stepping out of the lift, Hunter realized that she was more nervous than she would like to admit. However, she was immediately reminded of the rules that Darcy had explained before they set out. Rule one, never use your real name. There were some very important people at these events, from politicians to celebrities, anonymity, <laughs> yeah, anonymity, was guaranteed and because of this was ruthlessly protected, which brought her neatly onto rule two. Rule two, always be masked. Never remove your mask no matter what you're doing. Rule three, safe sex is non-negotiable. Yeah. Rule four, women were in charge. No meant no. And if anyone decided to whis willfully Mis misinterpret this particular rule, then they would have to deal with the incredible Hulk downstairs. Brian. Yeah. The lovely Brian. This feels like a safe Brian. space. It does. Yeah. I feel like we need to get Brian on yeah. this podcast. Every orgy needs a Brian. <laughs> I, I instantly liked Brian. Exactly. Yeah. I felt safe. I did. Like, oh, good. Brian's working That's tonight. It. He's a comforting person. I think it was the international yeah. rugby player that also helped us picture him <laughs> yeah. in our head. Yeah. yeah. Super. <laughs> Darcy had explained that the whole scenario was always completely safe and run by the mysterious Duchess. Nobody that Darcy knew had ever seen the Duchess before. There were many pa patrons, 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 who thought she would she didn't even exist, and that the and that the events were simply run by one of the regular partygoers who were considered the Duchess's underlings. Mm. In any case, Hunter could see why these evenings appealed so intensely to Darcy. This place must have been like 
Marcus de Sade's Pied-de-Terre. This place must have been like Marcus de Sade's Pied-de-Terre. Hold on. And it was both aristocratic and ruthlessly controlled. Which I think we can understand why it appealed to dear Darcy. I know. Yeah. Darcy, if you're out there. Yeah. We're Aristically, sorry, aristically, my God. Here's that. Aristocratic and ruthlessly controlled. Every time my bell rings, Darcy's listening somewhere. The angel, the angel's here. At that moment, a perfectly chiseled naked man in a simple black mask appeared to her elbow with a tray of champagne. Someone will be with me. Yeah, someone will be with you shortly. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Are you going to top me up there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm my third class, so it's exactly like tonight. Excellent. This so, is not well, I didn't see so Brian, well. but I know he's here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Also, this is not aristocratic and ruthlessly controlled. No, We're in a very different scenario right yes. now. Okay, it's to you. <laughs> <laughs> We've nailed it. Yeah, excellent. Uh, okay, so what did he say? Someone will be with you shortly, he said. Hunter sipped on the delicious champagne, steering herself for what was to come next. She couldn't deny that part of her desire was to fit into this world was a reaction to the revelations about him. She was going to be the most sexually desired and liberated person at this party. And he could go and fuck himself for disappointing her so hard. <laughs> I love that. That's the best thing to say ever. He could just go and fuck himself. Yeah. I think every woman said that at yeah. some point. Yeah. I love that. In any case, she was not going to let the lack of his presence ruin her night. She was here with Darcy, and she was going to enjoy herself, no matter what. She's barely even thought about him once. Right? Hardly, he's hardly come up at all. I know, no, he's yeah. never come up at all, yeah. No. She's doing actually really well, like, strong. Yeah, she's She's well, only yeah. thought of him 7,000 yeah. times. Yeah, <laughs> since entering the building. Yeah. <laughs> even though she said she wasn't absolutely not going to think about him, not going to think about him. And no. we've never been in that situation. No, no. No. <laughs> the Duchess bids you welcome. A Venetian masked woman purred into her ear, causing Hunter to jump in a surprise. Thankfully, her shocked expression was hidden beneath her mask. She had gone for something slightly unusual when choosing her mask for the evening. It was cut in the Venetian style, but that was true. But it was as it was as black as oil and shimmered in the same manner. It was delicately sculpted from fine mesh wire, as if someone had fashioned a spider's web from the most delicate black iron threads. I am Marchesa. I don't know why I say that in Italian accent. Is it because Italian? Italian. Italian. Yeah. I am Marchesa. Well, you, just, you just turn it on, don't it's you? Right. I am Marchesa, the woman continued. Second to the Duchess, but you can call me M. That's so much easier. Um, <laughs> I wish, you I wish everything was, everyone was just known by letters. Um, M, B, C. I'm T. H. H. T, H. You're Raquel. R. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? what? Sorry. What did she think she was called? I'm sorry. Hunter. Oh, oh I think you're pointing. You were looking at me. I think you were like T H. I think you were pointing to my eyes, yeah. listeners. And uh, I was like H. Where do I fit into? And this I was H? like, oh my gosh, she's forgotten her name already. Uh, like, what is going on? I was supposed to say R. Sorry. Yeah. No, so no, no, no. You're H. Me. That actually makes a lot of sense. No, it does. I'm glad that you were confused as well because I was like, God, H. Who am I? Maybe you have to be here for this to be funny. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. She practiced this part, Lady Diana, a friend of Lady Helen and Lord Paris. Lady Helen and Lord Paris were the aliases Darcy and Peter used wherever they attended these parties. Hunter suspected there, there had been Darcy's choice, as she knew the story of Helen of Troy only too well. 
The reason for her using her the reason for her own name was simple. She had been brought up on Latin and she had completed her masters in ancient history at university. So she had chosen Diana, the Roman goddess, often depicted as a huntress in the oh, ancient mythology. When you said Lady Diana, I was like, okay. I was oh, like, that's not that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, that's actually quite normal. That's I'll be honest. Not sexy, but okay. Oh, that's what you know. I didn't even think of that. No. That's hilarious. And you were like, yeah. and it's aristocratic. She's oh, at this like monarchy. No, very royal. Yes. Yeah. No, Diana is in the huntress. Um, yeah. No. It makes so, sense I, so I'm gonna yeah. be honest now. Obviously, the most of society won't know that, and they'll probably think of Princess yeah. Diana. I think that's, that's okay. Really, I did ancient history actually. Yeah. yeah, and even I was like Lady Diana. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. okay. Artemis. Well, it's, it's also um, yeah. It's also explained. So like yes. we're good. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Welcome, Anne said. I am at your service if there's anything you need. As it is after midnight, you must undress, and there is an undressing room at the end of the hallway. I hope you came prepared. Oh, I have, Hunter said, a little shyly, before making her way through the curtain-covered doorway at the end of the hall. There had been something familiar about M, but she wasn't entirely sure what it was. In any case, there were no space in her head to think about it. There was no space in her head to think about it. She was too excited about the adventures that lay ahead and eager to catch up with Darcy, who she was sure was somewhere running the show and in complete control of whatever scenario she was involved in. Can we just say, is that not Darcy down to a team? Oh Even gosh, now, I'm literally. sure she's in complete control of whatever scenario she's involved literally. in. Literally. I don't know Darcy, but I feel like that's so Darcy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is such a Darcy thing yes. to do. It's extremely Darcy. Do you know what's funny? When I wrote the, the novel to start with, Darcy was like my least favourite character when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, she's since my favourite, but she is everybody's favourite. Like, people love Hunter, yeah. obviously. That's lovely. It's her book. But Tiffany's a bit of a bitch. Nobody. <laughs> no, she's not. I'll be honest. But nobody, everybody cannot wait for Darcy's book. She's, my favourite yeah. so far is Lady Die. <laughs> <laughs> what about M? So what did, what did yeah. M do to you? <laughs> no, no, nothing. The mother though. Mine's Brian. <laughs> but we know why that is. <laughs> Brian goes without saying, doesn't he? <laughs> I love it. The undressing room already showed evidence of multiple female occupations. An overturned champagne flute, lipstick stained glasses, more stilettos, and lingerie than more lingerie than Paris's fashion week, and no actual women. Glancing at her watch, she realized that she was even later to the party than she'd intended to be. She quickly unbuckled her ankle-length black trench coat and slipped it off her shoulders to reveal the leather and lace ensemble that would have made Dita Von Teese herself seethe with jealousy. Mm. So this is quite a big changing room. Yes. Right. I was thinking like a Zara like a changing room. Oh, I was no. like, no woman. Yeah. yeah. How would you fit all those women in there? Oh, right. It's, it's, like a, it's like a changing room at a pool or spa. Yes. It's actually yes. not yes. called a changing room. It's called an undressing room. Undressing room. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which I love right. that. I yeah, love because it. we're in I was like getting we're in a, a little different cupboard vibe. with a curtain in front of it. I was like, you're thinking mm-hmm. of like, really you're sexy. thinking of like H&M. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you not taking? No, think Hang more of like the theatre dressing room, you know, with like the, the bulbs oh, around yeah. there and all the yeah. yeah. lipstick and bridal like, hand okay. shampers. Just That's much sexier than what my imagination was doing a second ago. <laughs> it was like, yeah, there wouldn't be women with no. there. No. <laughs> like just maybe some like jackets and corner like one of those little dusty chairs oh. and like you know. It's got like a broken hanger in the corner, you're like, oh yeah. There's like one of those little numbers hanging up. Oh they're gonna think I stole something now. Makeup smeared everywhere, like <laughs> no, a bit more classy than that. Mm-hmm. A bit more classy than that. Right, so Dita Fontis is jealous, basically, at this yeah, point. Yeah, okay. she's jealous. She does, she sounds like she looks incredible. Dita Fontis? No, Hunter. Oh, Hunter, yeah, no, yeah. Hunter also isn't. Just getting naked, isn't she, at this point? But, yeah, I'm but guessing. obviously with leather and lace, yeah, so. like, mm-hmm. around. Yeah. 
Okay, so she might she might have looked the part, mm. but she was too apprehensive to actually feel it. Until this afternoon, she had imagined stepping out into the party with her four friends, but Astrid and Tiffany had both had, had both been forced to cancel at last minute, and Darcy had chosen to arrive some hours earlier than Hunter. So here she was, then negotiating her way into the shadow, shadowy, shadowy <laughs> underworld alone. Confidence, confidence, she repeated to herself like a mantra. Then, with the deepest of breaths, she stepped out of the room and into what lay ahead. I love that. I think that's a nice, yeah. Yeah. little nice place to kind of. Yeah, yeah. I feel motivated. Like, <laughs> I feel like right I'm now. stepping out into the yeah. room, and I'm like, "Go, girl! Yeah, you can do like, this. You can do anything." Yeah. yeah. I think she is doing very well considering what's happened. I'm just imagining her right now with a spider on her face. Because that's how you describe the mask. No, like God. a spider? <laughs> so no, a web. Imagine this like, large spider. <laughs> no, it's a web. <laughs> a spider on her face. No. No, but so what happened mm. basically was if you only listen to the podcast, mm. you won't know what happened, so you have to buy the book. Mm-hmm. Um, because we always cut off like before the big reveal of any chapter. Mm. Um, or in recent terms. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so something's happened between her and her erstwhile master him mm. yes him so she's as i'm sure you've picked up yeah really heartbroken single. maybe yeah. yeah i feel like she's getting herself back on the horse yeah she's, she's, she's picking herself up she's getting yeah. herself back on but yeah, i'm girl. so intrigued to see what happens next because i don't think that's the end of him i don't know we'll find out we'll find out we will literally find out i feel like he's on her mind yes that's a little bit a little bit just absolutely yeah um with that in mind the scene that she almost literally stumbled into was reminiscent of Giotto's descent into hell in the Scriveni Chapel. Ooh. I'm glad I took so, this one. I'm so glad you took that sentence. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm glad you showed me that picture. Yes, right? that you yeah. have. It's a niche it's reference. Yeah. It's a niche reference. Look at, Google it. It's yeah. a great picture. Thank you. Yeah. I make no apology for my niche references. Um, which Darcy almost just shook her head out like, Jesus. Anyway. She did ancient history. She's got some good That's references yeah, up her yeah, sleeve. she's educated. She knows. Mm. If she was here right now, she'd be laughing, wouldn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would. Uh, anywho, so although admittedly without the corpulent blue devil biting everyone's heads off, it was both beautiful and disturbing, and everything she'd imagined in the darkest depths of desirous nights. She placed a delicately stilettoed foot on the richly carpeted floor, careful to avoid the chaos of tawny curls that spilled onto the carpet from an ivy-corseted Botticelli Venus, who lay in raptures at her feet as a Michelangelo sculpted god of a man languorously licked her nipples. Wow. Welcome to the party. Wow. Wow. That is <laughs> yeah, a good that's, welcome. Yeah. Right? That is intense. Yeah. Yeah. How long has she been there? Like five minutes? Yeah, she's just walked out the door. They're <laughs> doing that as well. They're the welcome party. Yes. yes. Hunter looked around the room in wonder. She had previously thought that the stables were the standard of debauchery, but that standard is being redefined tonight. Yeah, girl. <laughs> there were bodies intertwined everywhere in various stages of undress and various levels of congress. The bodies belonged to some of the most beautiful and erotically dressed people Hunter had ever seen. Mm. Stilettos mm. spiked the air and lingerie littered the carpeted floor. Sweat glistened on bodies in the candlelight as women rode men, pegged men, and enjoyed each other, and men writhed atop women and caressed anybody and anybody within reach. So welcome, Raquel. <laughs> this is actually too good. Like, I was expecting some, like, tongue and cheek, like, oh, that's quite funny, and I'm like... Oh, um, is it warm in here? <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah, and actually, it's not warm in here. It's yeah, just you. Actually, really, it's a cold evening in December right now. It is just you. Wow, but that's it's a scene. That is a here. scene. But when things get a bit raunchy, it's really funny because if it's... Silence. But if it's women yeah. guests, it goes quiet. If it's that's men, they start you know. taking the piss. 
because they can't handle it. I know, literally, but you just see yeah. them like you can see them like twitching and like trying not to make eye contact yeah. with us. Like rabbit can't cope. Yeah, just oh, rabbit. Rabbit was just like, can I just? Although he did, we spoke of this last week, didn't he? He did pick up that the sex position would have broken her arms yeah. if mm. it was written in that way. So he was correct. That. Okay. There was a Shibari scene with bondage rope and he was like, if you did that in real life, her arms would break. And I sort of went, does oh, he right? know that? Is he experienced? I'm probably, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We get all sorts on this podcast. Next <laughs> <laughs> But I mocked up the next day and was like, oh yeah, no, that would break your arm. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Rabbit. Thank like you, Rabbit. We love you, Rabbit. They know. They That's know. it, yeah. He's, he's, he's saved Hunter's arms. <laughs> Oh, so so we have this spectacular scene. Oh, mm-hmm. God. It was a spectacular tableau of sexual liberation and celebration. Some of the women, who were universally gorgeous, were still wearing corsets, extravagant bras, or suspender belts. But with so much copulation taking place, there was little room for anything else. It was incredibly exciting to see the assortment of masks on display. Regardless of their positions, both socially and sexually, not a single face in the room was unmasked. Clearly, people respected the protocols. This was good. Mm. Hunter began to feel more comfortable and began to simultaneously search out Darcy. Mm. Yeah, because she's here somewhere. Does she know what she's wearing? And she's going to work it out? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, there she manifests again. Oh, my God. We miss you. In a quieter corner of the room, Hunter was surprised to find several guests involved in nothing more than drinking champagne and making small talk, as if they were at any old cocktail party. She was pretty sure on her approach that she heard the words portfolio and hedge fund manager. <laughs> As long as uh, no one mentions their bloody golf club, she felt with a smile. <laughs> Can you imagine anything worse? At an orgy. So what did you shoot this afternoon? Jesus golf Christ. Golf clubs are in golf. It's actually weirdly erotic. It's all about shafts and hardness and... and balls? Yeah. Balls? Yeah. yeah. And actually, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Strokes, yes. I, I had an ex that was really into golf and he'd be like, oh, my shaft. And I'd be like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they're always playing with other men and talking about... Oh my all God. that stuff. It's so true. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, okay. I sure. love that. I yeah. love that you've made golf sexy. I mean, we've still got a long way to go. But yeah. still, hey, yeah. shout out to Raquel making golf sexy. Yeah, they could have been talking about shafts and yeah, it they could have actually could've. just been a, you know, what do you call it? Sweet talk. Bon- Not sweet talk. Bonking in the court. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bonking in the carts. Bonking. Energy in this room had sex in a bunker. No. Not yet. Hey, that's a good answer. No, not yet. Okay. You? I just thought there'd be more of a... a... That means yes. Never mind. Story. <laughs> anyway. Um, included in this group was a rather dapper-looking young man with a military physique wearing sock suspenders with his stylish black Tom Ford underwear. Some would find that naff, she knew. But Hunter was a complete sucker for anything reminiscent of a bygone era. Anything from the 1920s to about the 1950s, and she was hooked. Mm. She and I have that in common. Mm. It's a good, say. good environment for it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But you are her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, we know. It's, it's, yeah. It's very much, I play <laughs> Sorry, her. we can be edited that out. Yeah. I just had to say that. <laughs> this was last weekend. You loved it. Yes. Suddenly, through the fog of sex and lust, she spotted Darcy. A through the fog of sex and lust? Yes. A fog? A fog, A yeah. fog. What's a fog? It's like a more erotic version of a fog. No, really? Yeah. I've never heard you can just imagine, just imagine, like, it being said in Scottish, like a fog. <laughs> That's not erotic. What the fog? What the fog? What the fog? What the fog is going on in this room? Hilariously. Oh, my gosh. Apart really? from um, my first ever editor, 
uh, a friend of mine who was, who's been on the, well, who's, who's been a guest on the podcast since I've been released yet, Arthur, he won't mind me saying, um, read the book and was like, what is this word fuck? Because he's, so he picked mm, up an but he's American. So, he was so, like, so what am I. <laughs> Google it and yeah. it will say sexy version of that's, And when I explained wow. it, it was like, that's exactly right, that's what it would be. I was like, I know. See, <laughs> I, I would never have thought there would have been a sexy version no. of fog. Well, no, think of it as like a sticky atmosphere, like it's. Yeah, it's okay, sure. yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm starry. Yeah, it's yeah. more tactile. Like in, fog. The, um, in the car in Titanic when it's yes, just that's, that's a fog. That is that's exactly right. Yeah. That is a foggy car. Sure. <laughs> that is a foggy, foggy car. car. Let's make fog go viral. I'm gonna be using it oh forever. My god. Yeah. Oh my god, Hunter! Tomorrow I'm gonna text you and be like, Hunter, where the fuck are you? <laughs> what the fuck happened there? What the fuck happened last night? <laughs> it sounds like you're being so innocent, but it's worse. Yeah, worse than the original. Yeah. Oh, what the sex happened last night? <laughs> the sex happened last night. Yes. And I'm yes. like, no, you're just late. No. Oh, somebody doing? write that down. What the sex scheme happened last night? <laughs> oh, thank you. That is spectacular. We can actually go to Wikipedia and just adjust fuck mm-hmm. to sexy. Well, the sexy. <laughs> I dare our followers go into Wikipedia and adjust yeah. that for us, please. I will hashtag never stop laughing. Yeah. And talk about this on social media. Yeah. Hashtag we're really rubbish at that still. Mm-hmm. Although we do have an Instagram now. And yeah, we're getting there. Ooh, yeah, we'll take it. And all this. So yeah, please do you know do whatever it is that people do on these things. <laughs> oh. So through the fog of sex and lust. She spotted Darcy through the arched doorway of the adjoining living room. She made her way through the sweaty throng and greeted her friend warmly. Darcy, I can't believe it took me so long to come. It's incredible. Come here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so she's been there for ten minutes. <laughs> fucking hell. That's like, fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, yeah, that's oh. the point. Why else would I be here? <laughs> that was a genuine... That was a genuine... <laughs> slip on my part. Jesus Christ. That's, that's oh. amazing. That stays. Yeah. <laughs> it took me, I can't believe it took so long to come here. It's incredible. Then, look here. Where's Peter? Darcy said, oh, he's around here somewhere. He always manages to find some particular person to suit his tastes. Oh, what tastes are those? Darcy cursed herself for this rare display of indiscretion. She did not want to go into details of why she came to these events. Namely, so that Peter could find some other obliging girl to fuck him up the arse and give her a night off. <laughs> to be fair, I can be doing with that. That's so much exercise. Do you I don't know, know how men do it. And, you know, courses for courses, whatever you want to do. No shit. Like, if that's your thing, that's your yeah, thing. But for absolutely. Darcy, not her cup of tea. Not my cup of tea either. Yeah, not I'm her cup totally tea. with you, Darcy. Someone yeah. else can do the heavy lifting. <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite, yeah. So I think she's a bit ticked off at this mm-hmm. point. Um, hence why she gets a night off. Thankfully, she wasn't required to think of a way to brush off Hunter's question because right then the Marchesa reappeared. Marchesa. Absolutely. (laughs) Like a kinky pseudo-saviour and addressed the room. Okay, lady, she said. If we could have you all in the main salon now, please. You can almost hear her clapping her hands in your mind, can't you? Mm. Not everyone followed Em's command. Some are too engrossed in their own vices to notice she'd even made one. But Hunter and Darcy complied immediately. When they were halfway across the room, Hunter noticed the Botticelli Venus extricating herself from the multi-limbed melee in which she was entangled and stumbled, giggling to her feet. The salon, when they reached it, was bathed in low light and filled with the deep, throbbing bass that echoed around the room at a volume where speech was possible, which made it more comfortable not to speak at all, which was clearly the idea. 
The room had been cleared of furniture to make way for two rows of office chairs, which faced out from one another as in a game of musical chairs. But the games tonight were far less innocent. For each of the chairs had a blindfolded man, clad in nothing but underwear and a pair of cuffs, that bound his hands tightly behind his back. Hunter had to admit, whoever the Duchess was, she had a truly fantastic attention to detail and clearly knew what she was doing. Mm. I just, oh. yeah, I love that scene in my mind. Taste by this. So what happens if you sit on the man? Well, we're, that what happens? Okay. <laughs> we're going to Does what I think happens if you sit on the man happen? <laughs> I feel like... I hear what happens if you sit on the man. I hear a jingling of bells in my mind. fairly obvious ladies but if you will indulge me just a minute the marchesa entreated of the women who were all lined up around the room salivating over the veritable smorgasbord of masculinity on offer each of these men has given 100% consent to be the toy of any and all of the women here when you see one you like you can do whatever you wish with them I'm so old fashioned we still have pages there are only two rules Neither their handcuffs nor their blindfolds may be removed. They will never know who is responsible for what happened to them tonight. You are completely in control, ladies. And with a final flourish, she left the women to make their choices. I got so confused there because you've given me two page six. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> of course I know that's good because I'm not reading, but I was like... I threw the page seven in the bin because I thought I printed out too many pages, but I printed out too many yeah. page six. Like okay, sorry. Anyway. We're so slick here, as Ooh, you can tell. Yeah. It's like, one day we'll get to one where it just goes I know, it'll go perfect. And that'll be the last one we ever do, and you will be like, oh, well, that was good. <laughs> Let's end on that yeah, one. That'll be the special, the special, the special episode, episode afterwards. Yeah. The bonus episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get Darcy back for that one. <laughs> Hunter grabbed Darcy's hand in jubilation. This is freaking fabulous, she squealed. Darcy smiled. I figured you'd enjoy it. <laughs> Sorry, just had to pause there for Tiffany yawning massively. <laughs> That's not personal. It's just been a long day. Sorry. It's a bunch of bound up men. Sorry. Energy. Every time these like I've seen this before. Guys, I can't run away with that. It's a podcast. No one can see us. Just a usual Thursday for me. Yeah, there's a bunch of men. Do I want? I don't even care what happens when you sit on them. Like I don't care. There was no way, I'm sorry, that wasn't heard, though. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was so loud. Oh, anyway. <clears throat> I figured you'd enjoy it. And I'm sure you can see now why I'm so comfortable here. I could have a patient or a colleague, but with the masks and a bit of care, no one need know or acknowledge anything. Ooh. I know, because she's a surgeon. Oh, so, you know, yeah. RA surgeon. Mm. She's got to protect herself. And more importantly... We have gorgeous men that we can use and abuse at will, Hunter said. Darcy laughed. Fair point. I do enjoy that we're in charge here. Is Peter okay with you indulging? Hunter didn't want to spoil the mood, but at the same time she wanted to make sure that she didn't overstep on Darcy's behalf and cause an unnecessary marital angst. I mean, he's literally being pegged somewhere, so like, how dare he have a problem with this? Quite. Innocent fun that were magical chairs were playing. Yes. Magical chairs! <laughs> Musical chairs, but more magical. Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, yes, he's fine with this, ironically. As long as he finds women to indulge his particular proclivity. Mm. I get the night off, so to speak. Yeah, as long as she doesn't peg them, he's fine with it. I think yeah. that, I he think, might be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think that is the line, actually. Yeah. I think that's you. Yeah. Hunter narrowed her eyes towards her friend. You mentioned this before. What proclivity... 
Anyway, Darcy said, cutting her friend off mid-sentence. We'd best get involved for all the best ones are taken. And with that, she marched off towards an imposing man on the far left of the group. Sighing deeply, Hunter placed her drink on the table and swayed over to her chosen prey, the beautiful boy she spotted earlier in the Tom Ford underwear. Mm. Tom Ford underwear. Old-fashioned, yeah, she likes an old-fashioned. Yeah, she I get likes, it, I get it. Yeah. She stood in front of the bound and blindfolded man and appraised him thoroughly. He wasn't as visually arresting as her previous lover. I mean, I think no. Oh my was. gosh. Yeah. But like, that's another point. He needs to just get out of her head. <laughs> no. <laughs> she can't help it. She no, can't he help might it. have a wonderful personality. I mean, yeah, he might. Mm-hmm. He's got great yeah. underwear, you know. Good fashion winning. sense. That's it. That's Good for. fashion sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would go there. I think yeah. absolutely, yeah. So he wasn't as visually arresting as previous lover, but he was nonetheless a fine specimen of manhood. Top muscles, a light dusting of chest hair, and thick stubble on a strong jaw. Not to mention that delicious pair of sock suspenders, which was really why she chose him in the first place. <laughs> the eye rolls I'm getting, just for the listeners, the eye rolls. He was younger and more innocent than she would usually go for, but on the other hand, she did so love corrupting the pure. It was one of her favourite pastimes. She remained silently in front of him until he began to sense her presence. After a few moments, he shifted in his chair. Hello, he asked, his voice small. Oh, so sweet, Hunter thought. He was much younger than she'd first assumed, perhaps only just out of his teens. Oh my god. Hunter. This was going to be fun. She moved forward slowly until she knew that he could smell her perfume and feel her breath in his cheek. He laughed nervously. You almost expect to be drilled for name, rank, and number, he continued, clearly very, very nervous. Aha, she thought. So he is an army guy after all. It certainly explained his physique and how he might have found himself here alone. Single men were not allowed unless they were vouched for by a, vouched for or served a particular purpose, like being a fuck toy for a voracious, insatiable older woman. In London, if you're looking for fit and healthy specimens who are likely to be gentlemen, you go to the armed forces. Oh, that's really? right. Well, I was dead. Whereas not in Scotland, <laughs> just in London, just in London. <laughs> I think anywhere, really, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I have some friends that can vouch for that. I'm not going to sample that, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to pick them, but yeah, it's, there's a benchmark. They're right there. Yeah, it's nice. Hats off. You'll f- <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Good job. <laughs> You'll find the medal. <laughs> if you're interested in the military, read Darcy's book, Sacrifice, because oh. there's a lot of detail coming. A lot of stand- standing to attention. Oh, very much so, yeah. yes. Yes, you'll find out what Darcy does to the Hatch's desk, but that's that's oh, next time. Oh la la! I know Darcy's so dirty. <laughs> Still, she waited, breathing slowly onto his neck, not touching, just teasing. She noted approvingly that a bulge was beginning to appear in his boxers. Lord, men were easy. She sighed into his ear and heard a responding groan. His muscles started to tighten against his restraints. She slowly, delicately, dragged her nails down his biceps and over his forearms, admiring how claw-like her black nails looked against his muscled skin. She stopped at the handcuffs and held his wrists with her fingers. He moaned again. So much power, even in just one fingernail. She ran her nails back up to his shoulders and rested them around his neck. Then she gently straddled him. She pushed her breasts towards his face, allowing them to graze his jaw. He strained forward, opening his mouth, looking for something, anything, to kiss, bite, or suck. 
She slowly sank onto his lap, wrapping her thighs around his waist until her spiked stilettos were on the floor behind him. She pushed herself into him, his erection insistent beneath her. With an aching slowness, she began to nibble on his bottom lip, pulling away the more insistent he became. She gently sucked his tongue, all the while dragging her nails down his broad shoulders and back, and almost imperceptibly rocking against his groin. He could barely contain himself. Again, you know it's women when it goes silent. Yeah. It's fabulous. Is he blindfolded he at this is. point? He is. Wow. Blindfolded in hand. He has no idea wow. who she is. He's very vocal. Like how <laughs> yes. about a chain pan to It's nice when they don't speak. Yeah. yeah. This can't do much else, to be fair. This boy's 19. No idea what he's, what he's got himself in for, and he's now tied to a chair, and he's got some women on top of him. Oh, so nice. I think oh. he's having quite a good time. Yeah. This will be the night he speaks about for the rest of his life. <laughs> And no one will believe him. No one will believe him. Mm -hmm. She kissed down his neck and along his collarbone. She teased his nipple and increased her rocking against him. Please, he begged. Please, please, touch it. Please, I can't take it. Please, please. Touch it! (laughs) (laughs) She really was enjoying this. She moved against him, knowing he could feel the bite of her thick brass suspender, suspender buckles against his thighs and snapped the elastic top over her thigh as she gently bit his nipple. He groaned, straining against her. He was probably the most frustrated man she'd ever had the pleasure of torturing. Full sensory overload. He pulled against his bonds and leaned into her, his mouth searching for hers. She allowed her hair to fall over his face, felt him breathe her in. She hooked her index finger, blah, 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 sorry, start again. She hooked her index fingers into the elastic of his boxers just below his hip bones and tugged down just enough to release his straining erection. It was crying with desire. Oh, okay. (laughs) I get what you mean. I was like, oh, okay. Get it. Every time I write anything about a penis, all I get is abuse from... Crying with desire. Yes, Hunter and Darcy. It was leaking. The other one, which didn't like at all. Leaking (laughs) actually killed my soul. (laughs) It was oozing with want. Oozing with one, I'm going to use that. That will. Yeah. I'll be in Darcy's book. No, you chose a sexy um, one. Crying with desire. Crying with I think it's better yeah. than yeah. It's better than what I said. <laughs> For sure. But there are very few actual euphemisms you can use. You know, yeah. and if you get too medical, it's just a little bit creepy. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. also like squirting is overused. Well, yeah. also that's too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's squirting at that stage, you kept saying that last time. Was like, no, that's that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the build-up. You need something for the build-up. <clears throat> Back to the penis crying with desire. Anyway, Shakespeare, eat your heart out here. <laughs> she ran her tongue along his face and then in one smooth motion stood in front of him, hands resting high on his thighs. Wait, along his face sideways? No, she's right in front of him. So down his face. Oh, that's along a very his good face. point. Down his face. It's down his face. Thank you. Okay. It's not published yet, I can fix that, thank okay. you. Yeah. To start with, this was basically just how I edited. <laughs> it was like, Did you're she... missing a word? Yeah. <laughs> it was, and it was like... It was terrible, honestly, the first few, it was like, what even is this? Like, Has oh. penis stopped? Yeah. <laughs> after she a whole like, side this is missing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but also, I would like to point out that my editor... Mm. changed this because I think he was uncomfortable with my uh, 
theatrics and he's got it wrong so suck it um what what um what was it before i wrote something but she was she i'm trying to remember in my head she she licked sort of down his body and did and he he's got her licking across his face which doesn't make any sense you wouldn't go that way you'd go down yeah 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 you mm-hmm. would go down <laughs> Obviously. Well, you got man hack after a chair. I was going to say, you'd get down, but you wouldn't. Yeah. You're not going across, you're going down. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going home. <laughs> he might be into Go it. down or go I home. Might, I thought that go that down or go really, home. Um, Hashtag go down or go, go home. home. <laughs> love that. Well done, Tiffany. Yeah, so editor again, I call him editor. I love him. I call him all the time. I'm like, that's another one you fucked up. <laughs> um, in the most delightful sense, obviously. So I'm just going to pour more. Champagne this is this Champagne is the most top-up. common noise on our podcast. It's just oh. the cup of wine. Um, okay, so <clears throat> hands resting high on his thighs, fingers still holding his underwear ever so slightly down. She bent forward with exaggerated slowness, and she kissed his cheek as she descended. Then his neck, his collarbone, and his stomach. She grazed the nipple and continued down. Her hair electrifying his skin as it tumbled over him. She was bent almost double, her silhouette impressively poised. She breathed over his cock as she lowered her head further. He was almost inconsolable. I think you would be when you I don't feel any sympathy, I'm just I'm amused. In one motion, she extended her tongue as far out of her mouth as she could, and then languidly licked his cock from the base, slowly, slowly, until she reached the tip, and then she gave it an aggressive flick. Then she turned on her perfect stilettos and walked away. The imagined applause wow. of the other women ringing in her ears. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Talk about a power move, ladies. I can't believe you actually went into that much detail in the guy. <laughs> I feel sorry for this boy. So oh, do yeah. I. I he's going to be gagging for it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he's a virgin. I feel like he's. this is his first time. Yeah. And he's an agony. Yeah, but you know what? I think you started off by describing his character when he said, like, hello, he asked... His small voice, yeah. or his yeah, voice small. Yeah, he feels really yeah. very, very quiet. Very old fashioned. He feels to me like he owns a, a record player. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, Aww. like very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so he's now handcuffed to a chair with a straining erection. Yeah. And she's just left the room. She's a dick. <laughs> but who's she trying to get back at? Is it this guy? No. No. Oh, nice. just taking out on this oh, purpose. I mean, he signed up was, to it. What did he think? Yeah. That was like that book you bought me once. Do you remember? I came out with, was it called Pretending or something like that? Where it was basically this guy that had been, this girl had been like, fucked around by guys <gasps> yes. so much and she basically just decides to make up this entire different Persona. character Ooh. and then go on a dating app yeah. and basically she ends up like falling in love with this guy but she like properly messes with him yeah she pretended oh. that she was a totally other person she has yeah. to continue this pretend- it's a good book it is a good book actually yeah, yeah. just plugging oh. every American book American accent yeah, it no, is a great book yeah, no, yeah. Wait, we'll, we'll actually plug it when um, yeah in our Instagram I can't remember what it is because oh. I bought it for you yeah, but it's great yeah I'll, I'll put it on our Instagram because it was fantastic mm-hmm. and, oh my god it's right here oh no way Oh, it is. Holy Born. Holy Born. Pretending. It's behind me. No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even yeah. realize it was behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent book. Read it. It's fantastic. Um, but to be fair, there's also a book above on her bookshelf called Choke. So I think we... Source <laughs> <laughs> material. Yeah, this is my sort of, um, you know, women's fiction aisle. We have Valley of the Dolls, Three Women, Choke, My Dark Vanessa, and Pretending. So, yeah. <sighs> 
Um, incidentally, don't feel too sorry for this guy. He's like 19 and he's tired to share an orgy where women enjoy it. Somebody's going to shag him. Yeah. Like, he will be fine. It's okay. coming. We don't have to get Oh, thank God. I'm so worried. I'm so worried. You don't have to send the red pills. I'm going to start a GoFundMe for this. You're quite trapped in this sex orgy. He's still sat there. He's still the sex subject. He can't get out. He's not ejaculated once yet. His balls have literally dropped off and now that's it. You know. I mean, you were saying he's like crying with desire and he's almost inconsolable. That's like, God, he's really on the edge. He's mm-hmm, an mm-hmm. emotional guy. Oh, that's fun though, isn't it? That's, yeah. um, <clears throat> anyway, Hunter left the party feeling elated and subdued all at once. She had brought the most powerful specimen in the room to his knees. Not once had she uttered a word. He would have no idea who had reduced him to the quivering, twitching mess of desire when he was once again capable of coherent thought. On one hand, she had enjoyed the sense of power and control, but it wasn't enough. It had been too easy. She needed the opposition, the force exerted over her. To control a man was child's play. To help him control her was harder, because she herself had to let go, had to hand over that control. She couldn't deny it, she missed him. She missed the hours they had shared, the control he had wielded over her with such incredible ease. But at the same time, loneliness had its own seductive charms. There was something undeniably romantic about the feeling of longing. It also gave her a vague sense of superiority. It kept her apart from the picket fence and picnic population that she did everything to keep herself separate from. Fair. Yeah. Gosh. Maybe it's better this way, she thought, as she walked along the Thames. The Thames. <laughs> towards embankment. I'm American. There we go. Heels clicking on the stone. Maybe it's better to be alone. To save men only for days and nights, I'm in need of sexual distraction. That way, my life will always be my own. I'll never have to compromise my own desires and ambitions for anyone. Yes, she thought, taking a deep breath of fresh, early morning air. It's better this way. Better to be my own woman than slave to conformity. These were liberating thoughts indeed. She only wished she could believe them. I like that. Better to be my own woman than a slave to conformity. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. Chapter 10. That's a great chapter. If I do say so myself. Yes. Yeah. Not that I'm biased. I'm not biased at all. Raquel, what did you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. I feel so bad for the little boy trapped yeah, on the chair. Oh my god, <laughs> we need to stop. No, we need to stop calling the him a little boy because that man. is illegal. He is yes, of consenting yes, age. He's yes. 19 okay, at cool. a minimum. The young yeah. adult. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I, I do feel bad for him. I hope someone took care of him. You know. Yeah. yeah. We're like, don't cry. Stop crying with your penis. Let's, <laughs> you'll be okay. Um, to cry but I thought it was really good. I feel I like the way she's kind of like trying to falsely make herself feel... Uh, yeah. Like, oh, it's okay, I don't need no man. But she's like, I really want a guy to just, like, overpower me, me and my, do, me you know, feet. Yeah. Like desires that dynamic. And I think we can all relate to that in some... Well, most people can. Well, I yeah. think some... Yeah, can. everybody's been screwed over by someone, yeah, right? Totally. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's had a heartache and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think she knows you what do whatever she really you do wants, to make yourself still, feel better. Yeah. yeah, she's still in denial a little bit. That's hard. Getting, yeah, I feel like she's still hurting, but she's getting, she's getting there. She's putting herself back together. Chapter oh, 11. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll tell. Tune in for chapter mm. 11. Which I've written the book and I can never remember the chapters. What are we on? The Masquerade, chapter 11, is The Garden. Ooh. Ooh garden. Yeah. So I never got The Garden. No. I think I literally got to this point. This one, yeah. just Just before it. I think I got to like chapter yeah. 8 or 9. Yeah. No, Darling definitely did her best, but she read the unedited version, which was 120,000 words In long. Dubai with my mom. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Sexy. You should have seen it. I was like, obviously the most like, <laughs> no. religious country. 
and I literally sat there with this with this this big this like this it was like this huge manuscript, and then the front cover of it. It's not the front cover you're gonna use. No, it is just a naked man in a yeah, a naked man in a martini glass, basically being licked by some giant lips. Like oh my gosh, and I remember my mom was like, "You have to turn that over. You can't put that on the sunbed." The initial was 120,000 words long. And my editor was like, you've written a romance novel, not fucking War and Peace. Get a grip of yourself. (laughs) And he was absolutely right. So shout out to the editor on this point for being spot on. Like, subscribe, do all that jazz. I don't know. Um, Thank you to Raquel. And yeah. Yeah, thank you. Vice Chapter 10. Cheers. 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 Ciao. We hope you've enjoyed the latest chapter of Vice. If so, buy the book where even more will be revealed. But also get in touch and follow us into our world of debauchery on Instagram at Vice the Podcast. Or find me on Facebook and online at terrystewartauthor.com. Until next time.